pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. And I am Anne Scantlebury. Were you there? I was worried for a moment. It's a very late entrance. It was a very late entrance. I'd like to make an entrance. Have you dyed your hair? Yeah. It's pink? Yeah. Okay. Um, welcome to One Life Left, we're a radio show <laughs> about hair dye. We're about video games. I would like that. We don't have any um, sci-bi today. Where is he? No, Simon Byron. He isn't he in Scotland? He's some. He's definitely away. A bit confused because we were just talking about Scotland, but I don't think that's why I said it. I think he's in Scotland. I'm pretty sure he's in Scotland uh, on holes, and we will be on holes from next week, won't we? We will. Summer holes. Are you going anywhere special? You're going to Scotland, aren't you? Yeah, I just said I'm going to Edinburgh. <laughs> I'm going to go to the festival for <sighs> a few days. Mm, what are you going to see at the festival? Well, the only thing I've got booked is Daniel Kitson. Good choice. Uh, and I might go swimming. So okay. <laughs> that's why everyone goes to the festival, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. Kitson and swimming. Uh, and swimming. No, we've also got some friends up there who I'm hoping to catch up with as well. And then I'm going to do the festival properly by not researching anything, just turning up and seeing what I can get tickets is to. Is that doing it properly? It's how or I is did that it. doing it like an amateur? It's how I did it when I was a proper amateur. Back in the day. Back in the day. Hey, we used to go up to Edinburgh we together. We did. You would write plays. You I would, would act in them. be in the plays. I would make the plays happen. Good and then, times. And yeah. then that led to where we are right now which is One Life Left a video game radio show which we've been doing for 12 years yeah it's really long isn't it oh my goodness it's a long time Uh, what have we got coming up on the show today well I've written some news but I can't open my laptop oh there it's open I mean this is the bit where we'd usually go (laughs) but thankfully it's not just us on the show but it is literally just us on we didn't think it was we thought no we thought there was a guest we were sure that Simon said don't worry Got yourself a guest. 
Did you say get yourself a guest? Oh, right. <laughs> that is a thing, isn't it? You don't say I've got yourself a guest. No. no. Maybe you did. Maybe you said don't worry, get yourself a guest. <laughs> we didn't do that, so it's just me and Scans today, but it's okay. I've got a lot of video game stuff to talk about. And I am willing to listen. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I've got a couple of games to review. So maybe we can start the review section about 25 past and we'll spin it out. How long's the news? Deep dive reviews. I mean, it's just five stories. But they are They are good. Ten minutes each. We'll be there. 20, yeah. Good. Shall we crack on? I think it's the only thing we can do. Okay, right. Here we go. Uh, Welcome to Anne Scantlebury's News. It's 7.05 on Monday the 30th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. No Man's Sky's Next was released last week and Hello Games' Sean Murray had something to say. Just before the release, Murray published a blog post reflecting on how incredible the small development team has been and hoping for better communication with players in future. He said a little while after the release of No Man's Sky Next, Hello Games has planned its first season of weekly content and community events. These, This will be free for all players with no microtransactions. Mmm, that's going to be... A uh, a good step for goodwill, isn't it? Well, it already has been. Uh, the communities have lit up. They're all praising Sean Murray in a way they very much weren't two years ago. Yes, um, I I quite I enjoyed his blog post uh, and how he was talking about how so this game does just seem so vast. And having played it, I'm just like, there's so much in it. Uh, it's so expansive, uh, and just learning how small the team was. Which I think I knew at the time, but I'd sort of forgotten. Um, just, it's incredible what a few people can do when they get together and they're good and smart and work on something. I wonder if any of the people who were so unbelievably cruel and vindictive two years ago have reflected on their behaviour and gone, yeah, it was a bit much. I wonder if anyone's apologised. I mean, it seems unlikely. It does seem unlikely, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if you were that um, uh, that grumpy at the time, if you would even go back and have a look at uh, any of the updates. Any of the updates well, that have happened since? Certainly, <laughs> certainly I, I've scanned around the internet and there's still a few people saying, I'll never go back, which is, uh, which is insane because A, it's an excellent game. B, a lot of these people didn't play it in the first place. They just love to pile on and see it's the internet so just ditch your old if you're worried about losing face on the internet (laughs) just ditch your old username pretend that guy is still being grumpy about it and reinvent yourself yeah what would you reinvent yourself as uh stew i wouldn't i wouldn't do that because i wouldn't behave like that in the first place but that's because i'm not an entitled man baby at least in this respect (laughs) have you played it yet i haven't played the new one yet the new one but it does look good mm. it does look good i think i'm going in might go in this evening actually uh i've been uh, you know i've been super impressed with well with hello games generally but then we always haven't we've always been on their side mm. that isn't that isn't retconning our behavior you can rewind yeah two yeah, years yeah. you can check out oh yeah we've loved them since well, the start i just had such a nice time playing it because it's a very it is 
well, I was playing it at the very, very beginning and it was a really easy game to step into and me mm-hmm. and Matt would play it together and we sort of went on, picked a path and went on it and just had a, a really nice time being in these really cool environments. Uh, to be honest, I don't really care for any kind of gameplay. I just want to wander around and chat to people. HTC Vive has responded to an article which used Amazon sales data to say that VR is dying. The article on digital trends showed that sales of PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, Oculus Go and Gear VR have all declined massively. But HTC wasn't too happy with that assessment and wrote a blog post saying Vive sales plummeted because they sold out. Speaking of the VR industry as a whole, the company said more and more as people begin to understand the possibilities for virtual applications, word of mouth will grow and sales will continue their upward trajectory. Mm, interesting. I, I mean, I think that's entirely possible uh, that Vive... Wait a second. It's sold out now. Yeah, they were saying... So the uh, data that they were looking at beforehand was rank data, and they were saying that it dropped drastically, but it dropped because it had sold out. And don't worry, they're they're ramping up production so that it they're going to have more... And is this the the new one? Because they've recently upped the... They've got... There's a Vive Pro, isn't there? Ooh, with is there? better resolution and that sort of stuff. Mm. So I could understand maybe that dropped and then they sold out of those units and they're sort of uh, sorting out the factory. I, I think that <laughs> VR sales, if I was guessing, I'd imagine VR sales have dropped off a bit. I mean, how? What's your uh, what's status of your PSVR? How how much dust is it on Pre- it? Pretty dusty. Well, it, it came out though, didn't it? A, well, no, I got ago. it. I got it out when I was really excited about playing uh, Niketsumi VR, and then found out that it's only available in Japan. So it went back in without actually being used. Right. So the dust got <laughs> okay, the so. dust did come off it because I was very very excited <laughs> yeah. about playing one title, but it mm-hmm. turned out that title was not available to me. Mm. Um, but I have downloaded a couple of things to play, and that is my. Uh, summer challenge whilst we're off air is I'm going to play minimum Mm -hmm. two VR games over the summer. (laughs) Don't stress yourself. To be honest, considering when I I last picked it up, that Uh, is, uh, that's something. Minimum two VR games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if sales have dropped off because I imagine what happened is a lot of early adopters like you. Yeah, so early. Pick up the thing, play the launch titles, pick up a couple of, you know, another couple of titles and then move on to the next thing. Maybe that's AR, I don't know. Whatever the next thing is for them. But I don't think this is uh, the same as VR was 15 years ago Mm. when we had clunkier headsets and a, a brief bloom on the PC then when, yeah, it died and it went away. I think... I think that it is here to stay for a very small number of dedicated people. I mean, people who play, for example, Elite Dangerous inside their VR headsets, it's a dream for them because it properly Mm. simulates the world and these hobbyists are are not going anywhere. I don't think there's there's certainly no gold rush there uh, like there was two years ago. I think um, two things. So one was I read something thing from someone from oculus saying that they encourage people who are putting their games out in vr Mm -hmm. to publish on as many platforms as possible they were like we do not want exclusive Mm -hmm. because we want people to see your game if you've got a good game it should be as many places as possible so people are playing good vr so that vr itself grows because that's the only way that any of these companies are going to be able to uh grow and expand is if the VR industry itself grows and expands, which makes a lot of sense to me, even though it seems sort of like 
opposite to what a lot of other um, platforms would well, do. Well, it's certainly what um, Steam want as well, because they effectively own you know, uh, the marketplace in a sense. I mean, Oculus has its own marketplace. I think it's also easy for Oculus to say that because they're the cheapest option at mm. the moment. So if someone's going to pick up one thing. But yeah, you're right. They're, they're you know, their intent as as uh, HTCR and as uh, Valve are on growing the marketplace. And I think it will grow. I think it will grow slowly. Uh, and I think, you know, it'll go quiet for a bit but it'll still be there. I also think that there's uh, there is something with VR where it isn't just going to be people at home playing games. I think that it's probably got wider use and maybe like it, well, very interesting use in other areas, so in public places, in art, uh, in I don't know hospitals maybe that's <laughs> a public place in, in dentists um, they um, had it at the cricket the other day did they it was very weird when uh, uh, my friend Jude and I went to watch uh, Surrey play in the T20 Blast the other night and it was raining uh, and so there was no cricket because cricket doesn't play when there's rain uh, but what Surrey have is a very big uh, kids area in the back in one of the zones and an attempt to attract younger fans to the place and in the, in this kids area they have a couple of weird things they have cricket as pool so you play cricket on a it's also like oversized pool so you step on the pool table and you hit pool. I don't really understand it but it's for kids it's not for me you probably have to do the they have a lot of um, flossing going on oh, while all of this is right. happening I have a floss cam but they also have um, have VR they have VR cricket, so you can go and play VR cricket while you're at the cricket. And during the rain, they were showing VR cricket oh, wow. being played on the scoreboard at the cricket. It was very odd. Odd but, future. Yeah. But we're in it now. Can't avoid it. Steam's free and easy approach to what is allowed on its store has been used by one developer to install cryptocurrency mining bots on players' computers. Abstractism, a trivial platformer, has been getting negative reviews with uploaded screenshots saying the game had installed a Trojan virus. YouTuber Sid Alpha investigated and it looks like these viruses are installing cryptocurrency mining software. This kind of software can damage computer performance, increase electricity bills and infect cloud infrastructure. Hmm. Uh, do you know what this stuff is? This, this, these mining things. Uh, they use your computer. They do to mine. To mine. So just to do sort of big, big numbers. Yeah. They do big numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they make your computer get well hot. Uh, and they I, sit in the background. Yeah, I think that's why uh, some people started getting a little bit suspicious because the um, their computers were going overtime on what looks like a very, very simple game that probably shouldn't be doing all of that. Yeah, the, the games that I, uh, when I was in my coding phase a couple of years ago, also made computers run very, very hot. That wasn't because... <laughs> It was it was the opposite of me being smart enough to install uh, cryptocurrency software. I was just bad uh, at making games. So this obviously comes a little bit after uh, Steam was... There were some dodgy games on Steam and everyone was going, Steam, you better do something about it. And they were like, we're going to have a chat internally and we're going to figure out how we're going to fix this mm -hmm. and how they decided to fix this was by saying that they would allow basically anything on the store <laughs> it's not really up to them sort of fixed they it. said uh, as as long as it isn't anything that they think is illegal or anything that's straight up trolling they'll they'll just let it go on but I mean is this illegal I was trying to think about it earlier is installing 
a virus on someone's computer illegal? So, I am not a lawyer. Huh. But uh, <laughs> I imagine that it depends on uh, what you... You know when you sign up for the, the Eulers at the start? Yeah. Like, you could pretty easily put a thing going... You know, we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. You know, it's part of this software. Uh, I'm gonna mine some stuff in the background. So, you li- live your life. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, you, this is this is not a new thing, right? All uh, like a lot of web browser plugins and dodgy websites do it and stuff like that. So it's bad, bad form to have it on Steam. Uh, but if Valve, have, so have Valve wash their hands of it, or is it on? That it doesn't really look like they've said anything about it um and everyone was sort of looking a little bit further into everyone some people people. everyone was doing it uh they were looking a little bit further into the practices and they were um the developer was saying if you just like it's really good for the game if you just keep the your computer on all day Mm -hmm. uh just keep it running (laughs) and it helps the game it helps the game uh and also if you the game do what oh it's like oh don't what's this game called (laughs) uh a abstractism abstractism don't download it no I'm not uh, and they were also the developer was also saying oh c- you log in on Friday that's the best day uh, why, and why was, is that the best day well I think they were trying to say that it was something to do with the game it meant that you could pick up certain no, items no but why is it good for them why is so it's mining... good for them because oh, then uh, because they will then be able to fix any problems with as many people's um, well they'll be able to see what problems uh, they are having in mining from as many peoples and fix them all at once if they're all online. I've just tried to go to the abstractism Steam page yeah. and it doesn't seem to be <gasps> there. They they got rid of it. But it may have. They may have got rid Is of it. Is this breaking, breaking news? <laughs> I mean, I'm clicking on abstractism and it's sending me to the Steam page. So either it's uh, it's not working on mobile or it's gone. Or maybe they got all the currency that they wanted and they were like, we're I'll tell done. you what's still up, though, is the Wikipedia definition of abstraction, abstractionism, abstractionism. Oh, yeah. No. 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 Sad news for people who like money off, which is surely all people. Amazon sent out an email to Prime members earlier earlier this week saying that the £2 discount on physical game pre-orders will stop after the 7th of August. There wasn't a reason given, but maybe they just decided they would rather have the £2 than not have the £2. I missed the start of that story because I was looking at abstractism. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Amazon have emailed and said that £2 that you get off when uh, discount that you get when you pre-order physical games mm-hmm. is not happening anymore. But, and, it, but it was happening, but na- but it's not going to happen from the 7th. They, they did not say... That's what I said. They didn't say why, but oh. probably it's because they don't want to give you £2 off. Okay. I mean, that's what you've got to assume, so isn't it? So, is this is this new story like just for me to? Because I assume this is more of an FYI. I heard the I heard the end of the news story. And I thought, <laughs> well, there's probably more to it than that. No. So I thought I'd rewind a bit, and and the news story seems to be Amazon have put their prices up a bit. Yeah. Is it? Look, sometimes the, sometimes the news isn't no, up for good. big debate. Sometimes it's just so that you know what's it's going good. on. It's Maybe good. you missed the email. Maybe you scroll through your emails, you see something from Prime, you're like, oh, I don't need to read that. I don't need to read that. Well, do you know what? This one you might need to do know you, about. Um, so you have a Switch, don't yes. you? Uh, do you order your games from Amazon? No. No. I just download them. Do you? Because this is what I was going to ask. You, you only go uh, digital. Yeah. 
like even for the big releases? Digi only. Why, why do you only go Digi? Because I live in a small flat. I'm very... They're very small. They're tiny cards. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's largely because whenever I want to play a game, I want to play it right then. Mm-hmm. I don't... Can't download it. Yeah, I'm just like, give it to me right now. I am a millennial. I okay, am okay. instant gratification. Don't like physical things. I don't like physical things. Okay. I like things that are happening right now, exactly when I want them, preferably with two pounds off. See, I'm I'm an exennial, uh, apparently. What's that? It's the awkward bit between Gen X and oh, millennials. Yeah. Uh, so I'm an exennial, and we love physical things. Can't get enough of them. Oh, really? I, I, well, it means that... So last week... Did mm. you listen to the show last week? Obviously not. Obviously not. Um, so, well, it's all right, because you wouldn't have heard this anyway, because it was before the show. Oh. Simon offered to lend me a game. We went through his library, oh. uh, you know, and I didn't actually, because... I don't want any of his games, no. but um, but yeah, we could do that. You and I couldn't mind you. You wouldn't want to. No. Me a game Although I say that, I do prefer um, reading physical books. But I guess I've got a physical switch. So They're it's bigger. Not quite the same. They're bigger. Yeah, I know, but oh, they just feel so good in your hand. <laughs> You can now take your Fortnite fanaticism one step further and start playing it IRL. A Fortnite-themed laser gun activity centre has been set up in Leicestershire. It's called Battle Royale and it has some very familiar names on its site map. You can take others on in Tilted Towers, Pleasant Park, Greasy Grove or Lucky Landing. That is, if that's all great, but if you're very keen to have a go, you might want to hurry. With so many similarities with the game, it might only be a matter of time before Epic's legal storm circle starts closing in. That is a joke. Like, it follows all of the rules of a joke. That's good. Um, Do Epic have a legal case here? Because Battle Royale doesn't belong to them. No, but they are... It probably belongs to the film that... Yeah. Yeah. So they are using um, names of... So are those names actually places in... Yes. All right, okay. Uh, They they are using the font... (laughs) <laughs> they are using it looks like they're using some screen grabs from the game and yeah, everything you can't do that. everything looks very 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 similar i would imagine epic yeah. probably and so how do. does it work it's a hundred of you and then you yeah, eliminate uh, them one by one yeah, that sounds they, annoying but they also say that you could i to be honest i didn't like really that. understand it because i think it's just laser tag with a fort, fortnite, or skin. fortnite skin yeah because you can't just be like, all right, kid, you're out, obviously. Um, and you can't drop people from the sky. Well, can or can you? you? Or I mean, can you? Or can you? If it was going to be authentic. I mean, I watched a video of it and nobody seemed to be dropping from the sky. But maybe that's not a bit that they would necessarily show. Mm. Uh, yeah, they say that you can play on your own. You can play in duos or you can play in a little team. Okay. So it doesn't really sound massively Battle Royale, despite literally being called... I still haven't played it, Battle you know, Royale. Fortnite. Fortnite. Well, it's all the all the flossing puts me off. I didn't see a single floss. And Did to be honest, not? I literally had to look it up on the internet the other day. I right, was like, okay. a kid had been chatting about it. And I, I've seen people doing it. And I'm like, I do understand that this is a phenomena. So I looked it up and found out what it is, what it is and its origins. And mm. I'm a better person for it now. Good. Is that it? Uh, yes. That was the final story. All right, yep. thanks, Anne. One life left of video game news with Anne Scantleberry. See, this happened last week oh, as well, dear. which is... <sighs> Why I didn't listen, if I'm honest. No, we had a, honestly, last week's show, don't 
Obviously, don't tell Simon. But it was a debacle. Oh. It wasn't his fault. It, in fact, but in many ways... You're making it sound like it was. Well, that's because I'm passing on the blame. <laughs> it, it was entirely my fault. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we didn't have... Because uh, we're trying to be environmentally friendly, we're going CD-free these days, uh, we didn't have any music lined up. And it turned out the streaming, all of the music that I put on the machine wasn't working. The streaming wasn't working either. Um, and it seems like that might be the case again today. I think it's probably fine. I think we're going to be totally fine and I'm absolutely not going to have to fill for five minutes. No, no, no. We're going to be fine. I mean, it does say uh, loading a lot here. Mm. I don't want that to fall. It's all right. Uh, we will go for one of our old backup tracks. Just give me a second. Ideal. I tell you what, though. The show started appallingly last week but then really kicked into gear after the music when we got to the interview section so that's good maybe so that's, that's what uh, that's what let's look today. forward to that Listening to One Life Left and Residence 104.4 FM. We're a show about video games. We also play chiptune music. Uh, because, you know. Why not? Why not? Well, we made that decision. Why are you trying to stop us? We made that decision 12 years ago and we're sticking. Just back off! Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you can make decisions and stick with them for 12 years and, and it's fine. Eventually, it'll come good. One day. One day. Uh, this is from chipmusic.org. It's uh, Deco Pancakes. Uh, you'll find all of the music that we play, that we hopefully play today on chipmusic.org. We'll play it. We'll play it. We don't have an interviewee today. No. That's not our fault. It's potentially it our fault. Um, but we do have a lot to talk about. We've got plenty to talk about. Um, so whilst we were doing the news um, and talking about VR, it reminded me of... Uh, I went to a VR event, a sort of VR theatre event a little while back. And I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, so I am going to talk about it. And if I've talked about it before, sorry, uh, but maybe I'll have formed some new thoughts <laughs> after, <laughs> after a little bit of time. Uh, so I went to go and see Somni, which is... Um, 
one of those uh, immersive theatre events that you walk around and they and what is immersive theatre? It's where you don't isn't all theatre immersive? Well, it's it's where the fourth wall is more than broken. You, you walk through it more than broken. <laughs> uh, so you don't you break it. Yeah, yeah. You don't sit down in a seat and watch some people acting in front of you. You have to walk from room to room, and sometimes acting will happen around you. Sometimes it will happen at you, and sometimes you will become a part of it. Uh, and this one was uh, an interesting one because it included uh, elements of VR and mm-hmm. also uh, a bar that I'll talk about afterwards. A bar? Yeah, a B-A-R. It's interesting. Uh, an Simon, AR bar. Were you here when Simon was talking about um, how he went to Blade Runner, the yeah. immersive theatre thing, and he said the first thing he did was he went to the bar. But my bar was an a, uh, an augmented reality right. bar. A bar. R. Ah, you see, see. Very you good. see. Um, so this, uh, so I thought it was going to be interesting because, well, it's always nice to go and see new and different theatre. So you go in there um, and there are different VR setups. And I don't want to, in case anyone's going to go and see it, I don't want to ruin or spoil any of the actual Not story. Not the Florence incident. No, I know. Oh dear. Never again. Um, but I just would talk about some of the uses of VR in this theatre because actually I think from what I was saying in the news I actually think that this is kind of like some of the spaces where VR is going to get used more uh, because it is uh, it can be very very interesting but also VR is very easy to break it turns out Um, there was so another friend went um, last week and her headset was a bit broken and it was just wasn't moving quite at the right time and so she was getting you know I mean, lag. in this weather, I, I'm i not keen on the idea of sharing headsets no. with any other human. No. Uh, but, so there was that. Uh, when Matt and I went, he took off his VR headset. Hello. Uh, and, bit sexy. Yeah, and uh, ripped one of the um, ears off of it. That's the headphones. Sexy. No. Uh, not because he that was is... trying, but just because... It wasn't very well fitted on. So it's a very, very expensive technology, which I think can be used in these kinds of uh, spaces very, very well. And to be honest, I felt a little bit like this theatre company had thought VR would be a good thing to do and then afterwards thought about the story uh, because I don't necessarily know that the story particularly um, was maybe first thing on their mind because the VR was great and was used in really really good and interesting ways uh, but uh, yeah I, I didn't really feel like it moved the story on what was the most interesting way the VR was used well I and so I always think that the most interesting way VR can be used is when it um, tallies up with what is what you're feeling so it can alter your what you're seeing what you're hearing but it's what if you can also feel uh, in that place and it really really transports you mm-hmm. so there is a scene at the end where you're lying down and you're seeing a variety of things uh, and someone comes across and in your in your headset you can see them coming towards you and going to touch you and then in reality somebody touches you at exactly the same moment presumably Ooh. they just had a monitor and they were just like walking around like passing everyone <laughs> like uh, whack-a-mole yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> doink, uh, an interval but that simple interaction meant that something that happened a bit later felt so much more real because I'd already had like that physical mm-hmm. interaction um, and was like, 
oh, I'm definitely in this place now. I, to- I totally mm. believe it. Um, so I think it's those kinds of things that actually make VR more, uh, make VR better. And those kinds of things have to, do sort of have to be at events or at things that someone else is running? Because I'm not going to ask Matt to come and like whack me on the arm if I'm doing <laughs> Batman or something like that, just to make me feel like I'm, it's properly happening. Mm, sounds high risk. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So I, I expect to see more things like this with happening in VR um, and VR being used in different spaces, which I think is good. I think it's really good. I, I like the potential that VR has uh, for opening up different storytelling mechanisms, but just think you've got to put the story first. Would you use it yourself as a sometime director of uh, of theatre, as we've discussed on yeah. the uh, would, It's very complicated. <laughs> it seems like a lot of yeah, hassle, doesn't l- it? It does look like it's great when you get it right, but to get it right, I think you've really, really got to integrate it uh, with the story, with the writing, with your actors, with everything else that's going mm. on. And you've also basically got to, you've got to make the actual... You've got to do the game, make the coding, and you've got to make the visuals, Steve. I'm not, that's not my forte. You've got to make the coding, and that... You've got to make the coding, guys. <laughs> and if you're not prepared to do that... That is, uh, that is game development's motto. Yeah. You've got to make the coding. <laughs> right, uh, should we do the letters? Let's, Let's do it. Let's do the letters. Did you ask for letters today? No, did you? No. But we got two. We got two. Thank you. Yeah. Dear team. Two of our regular letter writers. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up to our summer break, isn't it? So these it are the is. last two letters that we will get and for we ages. we'll savour them. Or, or will it be? Because there's no need. Just because we're off air doesn't mean mean we stop existing. Yeah. Just because we take that VR headset off, that doesn't mean that world stops being real. We'll be thinking of you. Will you be thinking of us? I guess we'll find out, won't yeah. we? Mm. Hmm. You pick and I'll read the other one. All right. Dear Anne, Steve and Possible SSG, on the last day of term, you get to bring games into play instead of doing mm. lessons. Wait. On, where? In, in, in school. school. I don't think I had that. Really? That is a thing. That is a common thing. I definitely did. I think we were just told to go outside and run. (laughs) Just run. (laughs) Just run. In one down, pick a direction and run. Run. (laughs) Don't stop. Don't turn around. Keep running. Uh, What are the implications of this for a video game radio show? Have a great summer break. See you when you return. School's out, etc. And that is from Chris Conroy. Bring your work in. No, uh, bring games in, of course. Have you brought any games in today? I mean, I always have my phone on me, and if that isn't one of the greatest consoles of our time... It's a phone. So <laughs> it isn't what happens I mean, I, now. I got a 5S. Uh, uh, it's definitely not the greatest console uh, of us. Um, uh, what implications does that have for a video games radio show? I um, wish I brought my Switch in because we could have been playing. We could have played one of the game that I'm going to review live on air. How well does it go down on radio playing games? Like I understand when you do <laughs> you it on think Twitch. We know by now pretty poorly yeah it's not great is it unless there are audio games yes um yeah maybe we should have done we should be playing alex's game shouldn't we oh we should mm. do you know i looked up um his game when in rome yeah uh, and it's now following me around the internet every time i go and open something <laughs> i get an advert he must for have it sunk a lot yeah. of money in 
Yeah, thanks, Alex. I will give it a go, though. Amazon. All right. Uh, we have had a letter from... Oh, no, I can't read that one. That's the one you just read. Yeah. Oh, have oh you dear. got the other one? Yeah, I do. From Robert Wells. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Oh, hi. Hello. Hmm. My job has suddenly got very physical, writes Robert. And I'm spending my days filling boxes and lifting and carrying. What games are good for relaxing the muscles at the end of the day? What's going to be good to unwind mind and body? Pip, pip, Robert. Uh, can you do yoga on Wii Fit? If you haven't put your Wii Fit away, I think getting it out again will be stressful. Okay, yeah. TBH. Games are good for unwinding. See, I think about this a lot. I, I like to have a game that I play at the end of the day, um, something that is not very stressful and is ideally a bit boring. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll talk. Do you a play bit your about own that. games? Hey, oh. <laughs> no, because they definitely stress me out. Remind oh. me. I mean, it's true. Pixelgrams is kind of a stress-free, like, yeah, yeah wind-down game. I used to play a lot of Picross, uh, yeah. Picross Galaxy. Um, but I haven't been able to find a game like Picross Galaxy for my uh, my new phone. So I've been looking into other games. I've been playing a game called The Box, which is a very very simple puzzle game. There are there's a puzzle. It's like a box, and you've got to solve the puzzle that's on top of that box to get to the next layer. And they're not great, honestly. The puzzles. They're quite simple and exactly boring enough to sort of <laughs> make me go, oh, I've done five of them. I'll put my phone down and fall asleep now. Um, what was the box game that Peter Molyneux made? Curiosity. Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't think that that was particularly uh, relaxing, but you didn't have to do a lot. Just I've been, tap. I've been playing a game called Complete, uh, which is by Box, one of my favourite developers. That's really, really simple. Um, it, it describes itself as a pixel puzzle game, a bit like Pixelgrams, but it's just basically you've got to guess how to complete this puzzle, colour it in, and it's really satisfying, really satisfying. Oh, you can hear it in the background. I'm playing it right now. Listen. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, I can it's hear that. Quite, it's quite That's nice. nice. That is really a nice sound. Well. Yeah. yeah uh, I just started Googling 10, uh, uh, not 10, just mindfulness games. Mm-hmm. There must be mindfulness games out there. I'm games sure there are. to games. help games to help you be well, more I mindful. I think what Anne is saying, Robert, is do your own Googling. There must be, <laughs> must be out there. There must be. For Lord's sake, what are you doing? We're a radio show. But we don't have a lot to talk about. So, so we're happy to. Please, thank good. you so yeah, much for your you. letter, both Learn of you. Learn how to meditate. Uh, yeah, so we are off, but don't let that stop you emailing us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Although we will probably not read your letter out because we do do that. Like, we get to, you know, a month from... When are we back? Uh, the studio will reopen on Monday the 10th of September 2018. So presumably we're back on Monday the 10th of September For a minute I wondered why, why your sort of eyes just blanked out there and I realised you were... I'm reading off the ...over wall. my shoulder, which is... Good. All right. So, shall we have a bit of music and then uh, we'll be back? Yeah. After this.
you're listening to One Life Left. Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio station in the world, which is on its summer holidays from, well, not today, but for us, it's from today. School's out. Keep listening to Resonance, obviously. Obviously. I mean, listen to Resonance all the time. Listen more when we aren't on. If you're listening to this as a podcast, why not listen to the radio a bit? You'd hear One Life Left before everyone else. That'd Mm. be good. You'd hear other shows that aren't One Life Left. And are better. And are better. And you'd learn about things. Who knows what? Maybe not from this show. Almost certainly not from this show. <laughs> uh, uh, did I say what record this is? This is Summer Is Fading. Uh, it's by Feral. It's from chipmusic.org. And I think it is brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. Uh, do we have any other business yeah. before I kick off? Oh, we do. Yeah, what, what were you going to kick off? Before I kick off the reviews theme. Um, well, I was going to ask you what your plans are for the summer. Interesting. Uh, so, I will be working on two video games this summer, both of which are not at the ready same to time. At the same time. What colour are they? One of them uh, dominated by green. Absolutely. Jealousy. And the other one is... <laughs> the other one is TBC... Uh, but the moment, the moment, I would say it's mostly off-white. Good. Why? What's funny? <laughs> I was about to say, oh, is that the new pan? And then I couldn't remember what that word is. You know, the colour code thing, and every year has Pantone. its... Yeah, and I was going to say Pantent. Pantent. And I was like, is, oh, the that, new is that the new Back Pantent? Back to hair dye again. Yeah. Uh, what Full are you going to be doing this summer? Uh, I'm going to go to Edinburgh Festival. Right. As previously stated as announced as announced uh, i'm gonna play two vr games two. <laughs> i'm gonna play two brackets okay. two vr games um we've got some mario mario on over the summer we do we're off to uh cologne in oh for gamescom <laughs> did you forget about that i did forget about that bit we're doing uh, we're doing gamescom uh which we're really excited about it's always a yeah, brilliant it sounds like brilliant, you're really excited bri- no, about I am. it really excited about the gig i'm not excited about <laughs> being at Gamescom uh, but I am excited about doing Mariaki for the people at Gamescom which uh, will be brilliant we've also got back in London loading next uh, no week on Friday week on Friday we're at uh, loading scenario in Dalston mm-hmm. uh, going to be a brilliant gig I, I think our last one we got a bit unlucky with the were you there? No, I was you ill. Weren't. So the last one was, we were really, really worried about the temperature because we thought it was going to be very, very busy and the temperature in London for the last few weeks has been absolutely disgusting. Um, but what happened was, on the night of Marioki, it rained. And it rained for about a three-hour period, like about from about like an hour and a half before Marioki to about an hour and a half in, which was... In many ways, the best thing that could have happened, mm. but also cut our audience in half, I think, because you would have had a lot of people... That is sharp rain! Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> and you would have a lot of people who were out that night who were yeah. like, yeah, I can't go anywhere now because I'm in a T-shirt and it's absolutely chucking it down. So, um, so hopefully, next Marioki will be busier and cooler. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, so that's on August the 10th. Um, yeah. Have we got any other gigs I was just up? looking at... Who I think it's do? just Cologne and uh, next week. I'm going to go and see Hamilton. 
Are between. you? Yeah. I don't really care about Hamilton, but I am aware that lots of people... They do. People um, really people care really about it. People really care about it, and you can't really get tickets to it very so easily. So just going to and, stop someone else going. And then I got an email saying, hey, if you want tickets, you can buy them here quickly, and they weren't very expensive. Ah. So I just did it because... How I, much is not very expensive? They were like 35 quid each. For some people, that is very expensive. Well, yes, it is, but All right, for, money bags for for something you don't care about, thirty five quid is for tickets to the theatre. That's not very expensive. True, true. Um, well, I, I think it will be brilliant. I'm yeah. sure that will be brilliant. And I am going to see Britney. Oh, I'm also going to see Britney, but not in the same place. Not in the same place. Are you going to Scarborough? Scarborough. I'm going to see Britney. In Scarborough. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? No, I'm going to see. I can't. Scarborough's I, Fair Britney. Sure, there was a joke there, and there wasn't a joke. I'm going to work on that while you do your review. What Britney songs rhyme with fair? Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, what have you been reviewing? Uh, oh, hang on. I've been playing Shadowmatic on my telephone. Okay. Uh, because I just wanted to play something on my phone. I spent a long time yesterday uh, getting my hair dyed, as we've mentioned. Turns out it takes literally ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I downloaded something onto my phone quickly that I could play in the chair. Uh, and this looked quite cute. It's a little thing where you... Uh, Do you not talk to your hair dresser? I mean, it hair was dyer. five hours. I learned a You've lot a about lot to her. Say. Yeah, I do, but not that much. Okay. I mean, an hour is stretching. So, at what it sometimes. point do you go? Okay, I'm just going to play this video game that I've just downloaded. So, I literally don't at the point where she you. went, I'm just going to talk so that we can get this done quicker. And I was like, got it. On well, it. You, do you have um, those sheets? What they call the sort of like things uh, that go rope. around you. It's not a robe. It's so, It's like a like very... it is at your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very thin material, like... Like a shawl, no? Yeah, a, it, like you put a little... A poncho. No, it's not a poncho. It is definitely more like a little Maybe dressing Maybe mine brand. is a poncho. Maybe yours is, I don't know. But do your, does, does yours have a little transparent square in it? Absolutely not. <laughs> it, mine does. What for? I know, I thought, why do you want to see where my hands are? What are you worried that I'm doing beneath this poncho? And then I realised it's so you can use your phone. Mine's got sleeves, so my arms can come out and oh, I can use... Fancy. Mine doesn't. Mine, fancy. My, arms, my arms are beneath beneath the poncho <laughs> with a transparent square so he knows what I'm doing. What I'm doing <laughs> is, <laughs> is playing a phone game. What are you doing? I mean, also playing a phone right, game, okay. but like with my arms out. Uh, I so I can... <laughs> good. Yeah, good. I guess we have different experiences in our lives. Um, anyway, Shadowmatic. Mm. It, it looked like a very cute game because it looked like you'd be able to make shadows, uh, okay. like little shadow puppet things out of different objects. Uh, I've so, played this game. Yeah, so I... Have you reviewed it? Possibly. I played this for... I played the, This is one of my boring games. Oh, so this is not... This is... Oh, I'm not a fan. Right, okay. Um, because... I get it. I started playing it. I was like, oh, I understand this. I I get it. You're supposed to turn the things around to make the shadows Mm -hmm. on the wall look like an object. So the first time they tell you what the object is, that's great. Made the object. And then the second time they didn't tell you what the object is, but they told you that there's a little uh, bar along the bottom, Mm. uh, which tells you when you're getting closer to what the object was like. So I was like, oh, cool. 
So I started spinning it around and I was like, I don't really know what this is supposed to make. So I just started looking at the bar at the bottom and just spinning and spinning until the bar <laughs> at the bottom increased. Uh, and then I got it. Mm. But not because I was actually doing anything right, just because I was yep. basically guessing. Uh, and that continued. And then they started adding more objects. So you had to like figure out two different objects mm. and spin them around and I've only I've basically the game is just me looking at a bar like <laughs> fiddling with something I'm not really looking at and looking at a bar until but that is the danger in so many video games yeah. like that's how I play Assassin's Creed is I'm looking at the minimap in the corner yeah. for most of the game just running around okay I'll go over there and then occasionally looking at the pretty pictures um I was really so I started going like, no, this isn't a problem. This isn't a problem with the game. This is a problem with me. I need to play it differently. So I started trying to play it differently, and I got a bit annoyed, and mm-hmm. I started just looking at the bar again. <laughs> so maybe it is a problem with me, and it's not a problem with the game. But I just it's very generous of you. I just didn't really sync up with this game. We weren't compatible, and I will not be um, taking it out very much, which is annoying because it was three pounds ninety nine. Really? You spent money on yeah. a game? Because I don't like ads in games, and I'm always willing to spend money on games because Good, I'm so rich. Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because I uh, I like paying for games because I think that that yeah. is a good... Uh, you got to pay for what you, you play. You considered you were Hamilton. That's yeah. 11 and a half games right. for you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to play for it. I'm always very happy to, to pay for games. But All right, you said that. I'm very happy to pay for games. <laughs> don't sound very happy. I'm not very happy this time because it okay. was quite expensive and I'm not going to play it again. Well, I also bought a quite expensive game for my phone this week. How many pounds was it? It was... One eleventh and a half of a Hamilton. How much is that? The same as yours. Three ninety nine. Yeah, it's three ninety nine. Really? Three ninety nine. We are money bags this week, aren't we? Three ninety nine. But I am happy, happy. I'm glad one of us to is. pay for games. Happy to pay for this game specifically because um, it is the latest game from Grapefruit. Uh, Grapefruit, who made Rimmed Capsule. Rimmed Capsule. You will know. Because I'm gonna Google it. Because we've got a Marioki song about it. It's one of our sponsored songs ah. for Iron Maiden's Run to the Hills. And um, Martin, who made it, uh, you met Of course. You've met yes. him at Henrik's party at Nordic Game yeah. and you met him at he's a very tall man. He came to talk to us at our GDC uh, yeah. before our GDC Marioki. The man who was standing with us, who was very tall, that's the man who made this game. Yeah. None of that's important. That's just context for why I had to spend three ninety nine on this. In fact, it's okay. a business expense. I'll, I'll be claiming it back. Okay. Right? He made a game called Hold Down. Yeah. And uh, that is this game. It's an Android or iOS game. You should also... If you haven't exhausted your budget on theatre tickets, you should also buy it because it's brilliant. In Hold Down. Hold Down. Hold Down. Like the Miley Cyrus song, Ho Down, Showdown, but just Hold Down. I got it. Yeah. Um, in Hold Down, you are, I think, some kind of worm creature who is adorable. Uh, he's not really in the game. He's just like the face of the game. Sits in the corner and says <laughs> vaguely communist things uh, at you. As you throw balls down a hole to clear blocks, these blocks have numbers on them. When you strike those blocks with the ball, they disappear. Kind of like Breakout, but going down the screen. 
Um, the numbers increase the further down the hole you get. You start off with blocks that clear after one, one hit. Uh, by the time you get, you know, 500 meters down the hole, they need 300 or 400 or 500 or whatever hits to click. But that's okay because by that point you've got more balls. That is good in life. Collect balls. Collect balls. Um, I think it's a super, super clever mechanic. What is the most? Have you ever played Arkanoid or Breakout? Have Bat I? at the bottom of the screen. You're bouncing oh, yeah, ball yeah, against yeah. it. Yeah. What's the most satisfying point in that game? Where it bounces. Where, where it destroys bricks. The most satisfying point in that is where you sneak the ball around the outside and then it starts banging at the oh, top of the thing. Yeah, you don't yeah, even, yeah. And you're like, I've tricked you. I've tricked you. You're destroying your own bricks. It's brilliant. That is hold down. So hold down is about sneaking the balls around the side and then they're rebounding and they're destroying. You're like, <laughs> the game is doing its own work and I'm brilliant. And it's all, you know, <laughs> it's like that, except for, you don't have to bother with any of the bat stuff. You just point at it and you're like, <laughs> Done it. Really clever. <laughs> ah, after laughing like that, Steve's microphone just collapsed in front of him. That's your favourite bit of the radio That's show. That's my best bit. Apart from when I bang my head on the mic. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's three ninety nine. It's got a super super clever sort of intro mechanic to this essentially endless version of the game, which is a, a grindy, you know, uh, like collect gems, then buy more balls to fire down the hole, like, thing. Uh, but ultimately, it's endlessly and infinitely replayable and absolutely worth 7 out of 10. That's Wait. not the only game I'm going to review. A what? I know. Steve, well, we've got, got yeah, we've got another six no, minutes that's left. that's a bit slow. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. It's not that slow. Whoa, my computer is incorrect. Okay. Doesn't have good time. Sorry. Right. Sorry. We've got. So, we've got time. Continue. Uh, so I also um, played Go Vacation. Have you heard of Go Vacation? No. So Go Vacation came out this week on Switch and is a collection of vacation-themed mini games. I'm looking at it now. Just have to restart the reviews theme because we've gone on so much. Collection of vacation-themed mini games and. Uh, you're looking at screenshots of it, it right now. Yeah, but did it used to be out on Wii? Well, if you look at screenshots, you may think, this looks like a Wii game. And the reason it looks like a Wii game is... Because it was came, a Wii game. Yeah. came out in 2011, I think, on Wii. And boy, yeah. does it look like it. It is so dated. Um, visually, like, saying it looks like a Wii game, I think, is being generous. To me, it recalls PlayStation 1 era graphics. And really, really half-assed design as well, sometimes. Um, and it's ugly. It uses... It uses... It uses I, I, I wanted to get technical then, and then I realised I don't have the capacity to get technical when it comes to graphics or indeed anything it's basically poorly put together um the like it feels like a, a an early demo of a game not a finished product which is weird because it's been finished for seven years but something about it is kind of charming i i don't know why like i think it's the fact that there is so much content in there so all of the games are I think objectively bad and broken. You know, so these are like, oh, there's a gliding game or there's a air hockey game. I've 
cited those two because those are actually good ones but there's you know a sliding game or a skating game or a rollerblading game or a biking game or a jet ski game and there's so many that you feel oh well one of them has to be good and none of them really are but it's mm. kind of fun exploring them anyway and finding out why and how they're so broken and bad and I'm having fun with it in a kind of gentle like game design way I think if I wasn't approaching it in a game design way if I was just a kid playing this like I'd probably love it because there's so much stuff in there to do but it's all bad and broken I think, you know, I can't recommend anyone play or buy this, but if you are interested in game design, a good exercise is to sort of get it and try and work out what is. Why why aren't any of these games finished or fun in a way that, you know, they should be? Um, 7 but out of 10. What if the game is a comment on um, holidaying and our, <laughs> and our desire to just see lots and lots of things whether they're good or not maybe it is maybe it is and i don't know i don't think it's been built with cynical intent i think it's been built with the schedule to build you know 60 odd mini games in a uh, you know year-long game development project and it genuinely feels like that um seven out of ten good good well done we got through it didn't we we did well done a few minutes left do you have anything more to say, Anne Scantlebury? Um, when we come back on air, a few days after that, I'm going to be 33 and a third. <gasps> that is exciting. That is very exciting, isn't it? How are you going to celebrate your... Uh, there isn't a word for that, is there? 33 and a third. That is... That, <laughs> how are you going to celebrate? I don't know. That's what I'm going to spend my summer thinking about. Really? Good. Two VR games. Two VR games. <laughs> uh, go to Edinburgh, see kids. Go to Edinburgh. And think about how to celebrate. Have our One Life Left Limited summer party. Yes, we will be doing that. So that's exciting. With branded cupcakes. <laughs> how yep. are we going to brand them? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. Uh, yeah, have you got anything I else? have literally nothing to say, so I think we will end the show there. Let's end on a high. We will do. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to us this season. Are we calling this a season? I'm not sure. I don't know. I hope you all have a wonderful summer. Um, but until then we've been one life left and we'll see you soon goodbye, goodbye.